A.K.A. the PhD of podcasts and A.K.A. the milkman Because I always deliver Happy New Year, motherfuckers I'm in here with friend of the show Previous friend of the show, Corey Maynard And uh, we're just, we've got nothing written down today We're just going to chop it up And um, I think I think the first thing that we should do Is maybe maybe head into Clay's reviews Because we saw, we saw a fucking garbage film last night yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me, boss man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a minute, though. It, oh, yeah, and I mean, it's it's always a pleasure. Uh, I definitely agree, uh, although I don't agree with the movie selection that I'll tell the people listening now that uh, guilty, guilty as charged, I, I'll, I'll fall on the sword for that one. That was all me. Yeah, well, how about Money Maker Mitch? You give us that Clay's Reviews theme and we'll tell the people what we saw. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Holmes and Watson, bro. I didn't like that shit. <laughs> I didn't like that shit either. It was, what, 90 minutes? 90 minutes long? No, yeah, I actually... I've never, ever done this before, but I actually looked up on Google about halfway into the movie, how long does Holmes and Watson go for? Because that shit could not end quick enough. It was it was a fucking stretch, bro. I was... I was like... There was a few moments of, you know, laughter. As Of course, there will be with um, John C. Riley and, and uh, Will Ferrell, but... Like, it was... It was just these dudes just acting straight fools for, for 90 minutes. I've known you a long time, bro, and I've never seen you. You've never turned to me in all our time knowing each other. <laughs> five minutes into a movie, and say, "Oh no, this shit's getting a two. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, biased because I said this shit. And I didn't stand by. I did stand by, but I didn't stand by just because I said it. That shit remained a two throughout the film. So everybody, Holmes and Watson. Two out of ten currently in theaters. Uh, even if you got kids, I tell you, kids, nah, little motherfucker, we're not seeing that shit. Bro, it was crazy. Like you called your shot, and it was like Gilbert used to do, like two thousand and four. Yeah. Washington Wizards, like pull up from sixty with the utmost swag, turn around, drain that shit. It wasn't like Swaggy P trying to emulate that shit and missing. Like you called your shot ten minutes into the movie, and that stuck true. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was some funny bits, but like we, we were talking about it already, obviously. Uh, it wasn't quotable at all. I don't remember anything that I could say. And like, that's, you know, stepbrothers. Like, you can you can quote that shit. Anchorman, you can quote that shit. It's been like 15 years since the shit came out. And it's so heavily quotable. But this, I don't remember one line from it that made me laugh. I know I did laugh a few times, but... There was a few moments of like recklessness that happened in any Will Ferrell, John C. Riley movie where I was like, oh, maybe it's it's uphill from here. Yeah. 
But once the dust settled on those couple of cheap gags, like, it was a wrap. Like, that shit was garbage. Like, I didn't want to be there, bro. I told you. Bro, I, I didn't t- want to be there, but I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm dedicated to Claire's reviews, and I need to see the whole movie I to know. make sure. You are. I told you the moment we walked out, I was like, bro, if you had told me an hour into that movie, let's dip, I would have I been down to fucking leave because that shit was so trash. That is... That movie is the least rewatchable movie I've ever seen because... It's not watchable the first time. No, if I wasn't if I wasn't a professional movie critic, I would not have sat through that. And you know, I could have I could have as a professional said I left at this many minutes in because I could not sit through anymore. But I I sat there for the people. It was for the people, it wasn't for you and me. You're a slave to your craft, bro. And and I respect it, but last night was I told you this before when we were having a beer. I said that was the least entertained I've ever been in a movie. I've never been less entertained. And I don't know if that can even be stripped down to movies, bro. Like, I don't know if I've ever been less entertained full stop. Period, bro. Period, bro. Like, period. Like, real shit. I was so bored. I ate... We, You know, you shout out to Event Cinemas, $7.20 bucket of lollies. I was so bored. I was just sitting there eating them shits. I might as well have been looking at the back wall for the first half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Least entertained I've ever been, period. And something else that needs to be addressed is these cats were doing a English accent for the whole movie. Mm-mm. Um, now, that shit, leave that shit to the people doing drama movies and shit. For a comedy, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life at all. It was a shit accent. You know what was actually funny? The opening, the opening scene. The opening scene the suicide, was funny. The, we the were... suicide, the thought, the suicidal thoughts scene. That was a funny opener. The, yeah, and there and was, I was a... like, I was, I was like considering this. Hey, this. I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks like garbage. I saw that <laughs> opening scene. And I was like, this, this could actually be a bit different to the trailer. No, 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 no. And it was clear that you had thought had those thoughts, bro, because. About five minutes into the movie, after you had told me this is getting a two, you said, because I'm not looking to these dudes, I'm not looking forward to these dudes talking in an English <laughs> accent for the next two fucking hours. Because it was garbage. It was garbage from the start. I'm interested to hear your opinion. I know I kind of touched on it before, but like Will Ferrell's career, like I think he's one of the funniest dudes going, bro. But like, where does it stand now? Because... His last few movies, I know we spoke about The House. Is it The House? The House, yeah, with Amy Poehler. And Gubbish. I didn't even like the one... A lot of people liked it because Kevin Hart is a very likable dude, but I don't actually think he's that funny either. But um, uh, Get Hard, I didn't think was any good. Um, what else has Will Ferrell been in? Um, I don't know. He's had some flops. Anchorman 2 was garbage. Uh, Anchorman 1 was obviously classic. Old School was a classic. Step Brothers was a classic. Talladega Nights was a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Semi Pro. Yeah, Semi Pro, classic. So he's got some bangers, bro. And like you said before, it's a similar kind of career traje- tra- trajectory as Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. All these bangers and then just a bunch of garbage like going into the Twilight years. Lil Nicky, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Like the list for Adam Sandler during like Big Daddy, Big Daddy, like the 
what mid nineties, late nineties, late late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Like, bro, there wasn't a funnier man in movies on the planet. Bro. Nah, like as far as Hollywood stars went, like he was it. And now since then, like Jack and Jill. Um, I honestly couldn't even really tell you like um, that's how like that's how much he's fallen off like as soon as I see he's in a movie now I'm like oh nah yeah I'm not the, seeing the grown ups I liked grown ups and grown ups too but like they were still not that wasn't the same humour because obviously they were for kids but I could handle them as like Jack and Jill happened that was garbage then there's one where like dude I forgot what it's called but he's like a uh, what do you what's the trade when you fix shoes oh cobbler yeah. It was like the cobbler's shoes or something. And this dude, he would just put on people's shoes who he was fixing shoes for and he would transform into them or some and bullshit. <laughs> what was the shit off um, that he was in with the uh, Jake Peralta off Brooklyn Nine-Nine? The, his actor, the, oh, when he was like his stepdad. Who's your daddy? Something like that, bro. Like, Oh, don't mess with the Zohan. That was so fucking weird. He doesn't get watched anymore, bro. Like that, I'm, I'm afraid that... Will Ferrell is turning into Adam Sandler of yes, this, yes. like this decade, because he, to me, Will Ferrell at his peak, funniest man alive. Like that's how funny I used to lose it at him, and I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure there's a lot of people like that, but yeah, he uh, he's fallen off something crazy, and I fear that the same things happening to him that happened to Adam Sandler because his movies don't get watched anymore, bro. Yeah, I hope that he's got some other some fingers in some other pies, and there's something in the pipeline because that shit that shit did not um give me my Will Ferrell fix. And you know what? Usually, I know when a Will Ferrell movie's coming out. This shit just dropped on me, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll see that. I saw a few things that they were hustling like a little bit for it, like they'd gone on like Kimmel and stuff like that, some late night shows mm. promoting it. But to me, it almost seemed like they were like. It was so like the promotion and the tour that they did before it, like it was funny. It was, the movie. it was, but it was like it was so half-assed. Like you were saying, you didn't see like they didn't commit to it. Mm. Maybe they knew that it like uh, is there a chance they knew it was going to be trash? Like well, my my situation here is Will Ferrell was an executive producer on it, so he put money bread, into it. Bread, bro. He put money into money. it, and so to me that makes me feel like. He actually believed in it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's just got that much cash that he just he just EPs all his movies. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But like, there was just weird, weird shit going on through the whole movie. Like that, they kept eating. There was like, there was a few trends. Like there was this one girl that he fell in love with that just didn't talk the whole time. Spoilers, like by the way. Yeah, spoiler but, alert. But spoiler. Don't, but please don't see this, <laughs> bro. There and randomly, like their main. Shared passion was like eating onions. Yeah, raw onions like apples. They killed the queen at once. And there was a dude with a... Yo, this dude's face, bro. Bro, he... I don't even know what to call that shit. He was uneven as fuck. His face had poor posture, bro. His face looked like my face looked watching that shit. Yeah. Now, listen. You know how like people have cheekbones, right? Uh, I would say, so he had one eye where your eye socket is and one eye where your cheekbone is on the other side of your face. So it looked like his eyes were on a fucking, each eyeball was on a seesaw, bro. And they were going, they were just, one of them was heavier than the other one. 
his eyes looked crazy. And we both picked, like, as soon as, like, it's something that it was not getting missed. Like, as soon as he came on screen, we looked at each other and we were like, what is that? Yeah, because this is, I actually say this about Ryan Gosling. I think one of his eyes is lower than the other, but, but like, I always, like, when I see his face, I'm always, like, looking for it because it's very slight. Mm. This was not Smack you in the face, bro. Huh? This shit smacked you in the face. Yeah. His oh, face smacked you his, in the face. It was like he headbutted me with his face, bro. He face butted me, bro. Yeah, like there was, his face was crazy, eating onions. There was this girl that was raised by cats. Like, add that in with the the shitty English accents. There was a song. I forgot about that part. Partly because like I I got on my phone like an hour in and was like, no, nah, I'm I'm done with this. I like, wanted to forget about. Yeah. It. I, Another full full credit to your commitment to slave to your craft, bro, because you stayed true, but I <laughs> I faded fast after I realized. And then I just, at one stage after I had faded, I just, I heard some like music, like high school musical singing going on in the background. And I was like, I'm so glad I've checked out of this shit. And I'm so sad for, for you, bro, because... It was a dark time. It was a really, it was a truly dark time. For the me. ride home was bad. Cause it was like somber. It was a it was a somber mood in the car. I didn't know who I was anymore. I've never come out of a movie, a comedy, I suppose, an alleged comedy. I've never come out of feeling the way I felt last night. I'm like I said, bro. I've never been less entertained. Yeah. Than I was last night. Don't so there you it. have it. Two out of ten for Holmes and Watson. Don't see it. And I know it's probably the. Uh, I think it's the second. It's the third. It is the 2nd of January right now as you listen to this and you may have seen it by accident. But please, if you haven't seen it, do not do, not do it to yourselves. The other thing that should be noted is we, we got half-price tickets too. Still not worth it. No, no, no. No, I wouldn't see it for free. No, you had free tickets. I had free tickets. I'm glad almost, you didn't waste them. I almost them. wasted them. Um, what else? We watched Sully the other night. Um, Good fleet. About the, the pilot that landed the A380, I think it was, or something on the um, on the Hudson. And uh, I'd heard good things. And yeah, I, I rated it. Uh, my man, Mike Rapp, was in it. He was a bartender. Uh, always loved seeing Mike Rapp in movies. The one problem I had with it was the sound design was terrible. The plane noises were deafeningly loud. Loud, bro. It kept me up loud. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then um, the the voices, they were all like so sad and shit all the time. And so they were always whispering, but they didn't, they definitely didn't check the, the sound levels when they were on the dialogue in that film. It was, I kept, I was controlling the sound for that movie. I was turning it up and down for the whole movie. Yes. I was at work. I had to go to work. <laughs> you were busy. Uh, no, that, like, I thought when we first were like, oh, I watched Sully, I was like, well, I don't know how much they can make out of a movie where it was, it was a very near tragedy. Mm. And it was a, like you said, you were on your college visit to Bryant at the time. Yes. And it was, it was, at the time, it was the biggest news in America for sure. Yeah. If not the world, um, that this plane had landed in the Hudson. So, but there was no fatalities. I think 155 people survived. Yes. So I was thinking, like, how how can... Like, this is more a documentary 
type of movie. I don't know how they could actually make a Hollywood film out of it. But as far as that went, like I thought they did a pretty good job or as well a job as they could have is making it into a film because I, I was interested the whole time. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't go for too long. Sometimes those movies where they try to force it, uh, it can drag on because they try to throw in some fake shit, but yeah, it seemed but pretty true to the it script. It was made by Clint Eastwood, who is a fucking vet in the game, so he, he doesn't he doesn't leave a lot of fat on his movies. That was, yeah, so that was dope. And then obviously yeah. Tom Hanks like smashes it every time. Aaron Eckhart probably probably an underrated actor. He he knocked it out as well. The co-pilot. Yep, he was good. Mustache game on point. Oh, mustache game was fucking fuego. <laughs> Must have been filmed in November because that shit was raising funds. It yeah, was... <laughs> bro. <laughs> I would have donated to that shit. Oh, for bro. sure, for sure. I might use him as my uh, inspiration next year. No, I um, I actually genuinely did like that movie. I thought that um, they did a very, they did a real good job. I, I would see it again. Much more rewatchable than that shit we seen last night. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just I thought they they did a good job of it, and kudos to kudos to um sully bro the real life sully yeah i uh, thought that was a nice touch at the end when they had the, yeah, the real the real reunion and, sort of yeah yeah and his wife and shit was there um oh the woman that plays his wife uh she plays the wife in ozark as well and i'm not a fan at all uh she annoyed me she didn't actually give a terrible performance i thought she was fine but she just gives me the shits as an actress so i'm sorry to hear that but I gave it a 7 out of 10. I believe that was on Netflix. Yeah, it was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I judge for the people out there that uh, don't really know me. I judge my movies by whether I stay up for them because I am a slump lord. Slump lord. Uh, Clay, slump dog millionaire. Clay and my housemate, the young god, the young prophet, Charlie Spargo. Uh, it's his least favorite housemate quality trait of mine is that we get down to watch a movie and uh i'm done within the first five to ten minutes so that's usually a judge but i was up for this whole thing and we watched it late at night so my ticket of approval to sully yeah sully got it done so seven out of ten netflix if you are keen to watch that i would i would suggest it and okay i've got three more movies i'll go through these ones quickly because i didn't watch them with you Corey. but Mm -hmm. the incredible hulk um that's the one with edward norton one of the earliest, I think it's the second of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I didn't have any problems. I love Edward Norton, underrated actor. Uh, my issue was the variability in size of the Hulk. Like, at one moment, he just looks like an absolutely fucking massive human. And then the next minute, he's like the size of a building and shit. It just like, I didn't know if I was watching the Hulk or Godzilla sometimes. So I gave that a 7 out of 10. Um, Skyfall, James Bond 007, Skyfall with Daniel Craig. Um, that shit was shot fucking immaculately and I always love James Bond. Uh, and I knocked that one out with an 8 out of 10. Um, our Skyfall was on Stan and I believe I illegally streamed The Incredible Hulk. Um, and Spectre, which is the, the latest of the James Bonds, uh, the final installation of, uh, James Bond with Daniel Craig, um, you know, they're all pretty much the same sort of movie. The recipe works well, so that's why there's about 30 of them shits. But, um, Spectre was cool, man. I love, what's his name? Um, shit. Do you know the actor's name? The German dude that was in Django and Inglorious Bastards and shit? Oh. Christopherson? No. 
I don't know, but Django is one of my favorite movies, and that dude kills it. So yeah, he's so in he, a, um, he was the villain. Um, is he? He's not in Batman too, is he? Not no, not that I know of. Christoph Waltz, Christoph Waltz, he killed it as the Bond villain. Um, Ill cat. The Bond girl inspector was she was banging, but I don't. I'd never heard of her before, so I don't. I'm sorry, I don't know. But six point five for that one. That was just a bit, a bit. Uh, it was a bit of a muck. Like they just sort of, yeah. I think they tried to change it up too much, and they should have just stuck to the script there a little bit. But that's closed reviews anyway. Um, it's New Year's Eve. While we're on it, just quickly, I'm I'm interested to uh, favorite movie of 2018 that you watched. Maybe not made in 2018, but favorite movie that you reviewed in 2018. Oh shit! Give the people what they want. There's been a lot of them. I've seen a lot of movies this year. I'll try and stick to what I've seen like that came out this year. Um, just because that'll be easier to remember. But um, Okay, so I sh- saw Ocean's 8. Yep, the, 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 female, yeah, the female one. Um, Shout out to gender equality. No. Oh. No, cancel that. Because that movie was shit. And I don't <laughs> care. I actually don't care how much you're a female or a male. That movie was fucking garbage. And do you know why it did bad, ladies? Because you guys knew it was garbage and you didn't fucking see it either. Okay? Because Oceans Oceans was a great franchise. And we went and we tried, to, we, tr- we tried to change it up and do all this because of the, if you want... If you want... I said this. I said this when I reviewed it. If you want to um, big up your gender and all this, go make your own movie about it. Don't ruin a franchise. Bridesmaids did it perfectly. That wasn't a spin-off of anything. Great movie. One of the best, bro. Love that movie. One of the best. Interested to see, while we're on that topic, uh, the new Men in Black. Yeah, with that... I don't know who that chick is. It, Chris or Liam Hemsworth, which... Chris, one, I think. Uh, but they're, they're, they're being risky with a franchise, speaking yeah, of. But I think it's more... I, don't, I think it's less about... Well, I think it is about gender by having a woman in it, but they've called it MIB International, so that's why Hemsworth's in it. He's got it. They've got English accents in this one, and yeah, um, well, our man Liam Neeson's in it. Oh, so there's probably some sort of kidnapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the aliens take his daughter, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, Ocean's Eight. That's not it. No. Um, I did see my most. Oh, I saw The Equalizer Two. Oh um, yeah. Obviously, great film. Uh, I have no dramas with it at all, but uh, definitely not the best movie I watched this year. But shout out to Denzel. He turned 64 yesterday or the day before. Go. Um, what's your favorite Denzel movie? Man on Fire is pretty crazy. <sighs> One of the best, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I can't go past Training Day. Like, Training Day, yeah. That's uh, like, remember the Titans, obviously. Like, I'm a big sports head, so remember the Titans. One of the most quotable movies of all time. One of the most rewatchable movies of all time. But he's uh, also in He Got Game, which is another sports one. Very rewatchable too. Mm-hmm. Um, Allen, shout um, out to Jesus, Jesus. Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I'm just I'm gonna have to say Training Day. King Kong ain't yeah. got shit on me like that's. Uh, yeah, Training Day is uh, my one of the all Denzel time. So as well. Shout out to Denzel, man. Yeah, happy birthday, Denzel. Um, you're always welcome on the show. Uh, a star is born. Okay. So recently watched, probably about a month ago, and I'm going to call that the best movie I saw this year, I think. 
No, um, no, no recency bias. Oh, I'm just trying I to have heard, I have heard amazing things about that movie. I was impressed with Lady Ga- Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> you know, she doesn't get Gaga, bro. <laughs> no. Um, she there was like a, t- a couple of scenes in the movie where like I I could feel her acting like, but for the rest of it she seemed very natural. Um, so I was very impressed with that. And Bradley Cooper, man, he like directed it, starred in it, wrote all the songs, performed all the songs. Um, he's sexy. Uh, okay, white childish Gambino. Uh, where do you right. get off having that much? How about you share some of your talents, bro? Yeah, bro. Ever since he rolled from The Hangover in straight into like Silver Linings Playbook, bro, I was just like, nah, I can't watch any more of this shit because yeah. God didn't give me nothing. Nathan, he bro. gave it all to he gave it all to Brattles, bro. Oh, dare I say you can probably kick a footy better than him? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't care to know what that is. Nah, he doesn't need to, bro. He doesn't need to know. Nah, uh, I have heard. I have heard great things about the Star Is Born. So, I do. Like, I do want to just let it be known that I I missed out on quite a few new releases this year. I didn't go to the movies a lot this year, so I don't want to say that was the best movie to come out this year. I'm definitely picking it though for a few Oscars. Like, it'll smash it. Maybe, maybe the New Year's resolution for the cinemas in 2019 can be to stop charging cats $25 to see a film that they can see on Netflix a couple weeks later. Especially if it's as garbage as Holmes and Watson, bro. Don't put that shit on Netflix. <laughs> You'll <laughs> lose my subby. Yeah, yeah, I'll stop paying for Netflix. Um,. Uh, and I think, yeah, so uh, I've got to say probably A Star Is Born, but I, yeah, I just, I don't remember all the movies that I saw this year, but that, that was definitely up there. I didn't give a lot of eights this year or eight, I think that was an 8.5 maybe that mm. I gave. So how about you? Did you see any? Oh, no, nah, off, off the top of my head. I can't really think. Very start of the year, uh, saw, uh, what's the one? With the girl in LA that starts the uh, underground poker. Oh, for- Molly's Game. Molly's Game. Yeah, that was good. Started the year off well. That was a really good movie. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed that. Stayed awake. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how my year started. Same as you though, bro. I didn't really uh, didn't really go see a lot of movies this year. Saw Creed 2. Oh, I still haven't seen it. So that. that was to finish the... Well, Holmes and Watson was to finish... But that doesn't count because I didn't even watch that. Yeah. Uh, so started the year with Molly's game, ended it probably two weeks ago with Creed two, mm. and first half an hour relatively slow, um, but killed it. Like we've spoke about, just spoke about Denzel, Michael B. Jordan. He's got next. I'm so I don't even know if it's safe to say he's got next anymore, because after Black Panther and to back that up with Creed two, like he's got now. Like that, his time is. We are living in the Michael B. Jordan era now. Yeah, I think so. Speaking about people that can do a lot of shit. Yeah. The problem with that is, and I know I just kind of lightweight shit on the ladies, um, the amount of roles for black actors, um, blackers, if if you will. Um, Just, I mean, you can, obviously a lot of roles you can, you can like vary, but... It's just, if it is a true story, say, and it's, um, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to do, you know, Sully. That's a, that's a great role. 
that Michael B. Jordan, Denzel, um, Will Smith, they're not going to be able to do. Mm. I think that the whole... the They did like a lockout of the Oscars one year, the Blacks. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith, I think, had like started it. Oh, really? And so, yeah. Um, but I just don't... I don't think that they're having that bad a time. So I don't... I don't... I just don't have the... I don't have any compassion for millionaires. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not getting enough roles. Oh, you were only in 32 movies. Is that all? Because you know how many the boss man was in? Oh, zero. Oh. I've I've got a few classic videos that you've started. (laughs) No Bruno. (laughs) No Bruno Bruno. Bruno there, but... Oh, zero Hollywood feature films. No, bro. bro. I've got zero millions. Zero millions. Zero mills. Zero mills in the account. Zero movies under the belt. Yeah. No, I'm not... I don't feel sorry for them. I I understand where they're coming from. But, again, if I'm going to say what I've been saying about... Uh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, don't do it. Dallas Buyers Club. Jared Leto. Killed it, bro. Killed it. Because he's an actor and he was pretending to be something that he's not, as actors do. Correct? Correct. Now, if the LGBTI, whatever, Q community wants to get up in arms because he's a straight white male, right? Mm. But he got this role. And LBGTQIJLW should have got that role. No. No. This is a a hypothetical or is this a... No, they are up in arms, bro. They were up in arms. I hate we. Were, I hate the outrage culture, bro. I yeah. hate it. So, so you're telling me that an actor can only play what he is? I understand now. Maybe this is this is biased because I'm a person of color. I don't really want a white person to play a black person, other than Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. That was hilarious. <laughs> but I don't want a black person to play a white person either. Okay, now there, there's been talks of some movie, I don't know what movie it is or was, if it's coming out or if it has come out, someone played like a paraplegic or is going to play, play a paraplegic. And people, not paraplegics, able-bodied people are saying that that is a, just a, somebody taking away a job for somebody, like an, an actor that... Is in a wheelchair. Oh, they they don't get to say that, bro. They don't no. get an opinion on this. Only person that gets an opinion is a person that is in a wheelchair permanently, bro. I don't care about what, um, you know, middle class white people have to say about that. Well, privileged and white people, bro. That's like privileged white people speaking on racial injustice in America. Yeah. Or trying to tell people how they should feel for better or for worse, bro. Yeah. You don't just. In 2019, how about this? We all just stay in our lane, bro. Stay in it, bro. Like the famous Help, maybe Le Bar- Le Bar- said. <laughs> <laughs> the famous urban philosopher LeVar Ball, bro. <laughs> stay in your lane, bro. Lady. <laughs> unless, unless like you're going out of your lane to help somebody, by all means... Get out of a, get out of your lane. Get into the next lane. Get into a couple lanes over that. And if it's Anzac Highway, please make sure you're going sixty kilometers an hour because that shit is so slow. And there's only three lanes. 
and there's only three lanes, but just stay in it. Stay in it. Stay in it. Like, we can get out to help people, but why do we need to keep speaking on things that we're not qualified to speak on? I don't know, bro, because I hurt my back this week. I Every think- man and his dog was telling me how to fix my back. Guess who Guess who gets to fix my back? The, the physio. That's who. You don't get to fix my back, bro. I think you you can fix my fucking kick. You can tell me how to kick a footy if you want, but you don't get to tell me how to fix my back. Oh, I think we're out of Clay's reviews too, but oh, we moved, on. Oh. but we didn't. We're not doing. Uh, we didn't uh, have a segue into nah. general chit chat. We don't have a general. Oh, we don't chit-chat. have a segue, bro. None of those things that ride for you, the motorized things. Bro. No, nah, no segues here. It's, money making me just getting paid to do sweet fa today, bro. It's it's New Year's. There's no ebb, there's no flow. There's just straight real talk. Um, yeah, bro, people, your back that you were talking about, mm. your, can I just say your posture was crazy? I got cupping done on my back, bro. Six cups. So I looked like a dice, bro. I actually looked like a number six, bro. <laughs> this man walked in to the living room I've been sleeping on Clay's couch the last couple of nights probably last week or so and this man walked into the room one morning and turned around and walked out and I thought he'd just come off a night shift at the casino getting rolled on the poker table (laughs) (laughs) that's how this man's back I look like a dice oh oh, how'd they call him tonight boss man because you're looking crazy yeah that was wild but there's another one Scarlett Johansson she was she was supposed to play a role, I think it was a transgendered role, and she accepted it, and Twitter exploded, bro. And she, what's her job again? Oh, oh, she's an actor. Yeah. Oh, a- actress. Yeah. So she had to give up her job. She had signed a contract for money, which is how she, what lives, lives. Yeah. Um, she had to give that up because people on Twitter couldn't handle her playing transgender because that that uh, that takes away a role of a transgendered actor. Hey, guess what? Transgendered actor. Do you know what this means? You're not allowed to ever play a straight person. <laughs> You're not allowed to ever pa- play just a normal, like a person with one genitalia that fits in with the way they feel on the inside. You're not allowed to play that then. Did Kate Blanchett do that too? Who was it that did it a couple of years ago? And they killed it too. Ooh. It was it was an actress. I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Kate Blanchett. It shouldn't have been though. It should have been somebody else that actually was transgendered, bro. Oh, well, you understand? There probably would have been an uproar. Maybe this was pre-Twitter because because <laughs> yeah. Twitter just gets. I don't. I don't like these Twitter eggs, bro. Just it's like oh, that's oh, what's that sound? Is that a can of worms, bro? <laughs> Oh, did you just open one up? Because, because <laughs> people was <laughs> because because people these days will write articles in the paper referencing outrage that'll just be off these Twitter eggs. My unsourced. Sources. My sources. Unsourced. No, no, unsourced. Names. There's no names, bro. You can't say my sources. Your shit is as unsourced as this podcast. Hashtag bro. unsourced. You can't tell me that there aren't people sitting at home KD style 
17 different Twitter accounts. Fucking... Oh, I'm outraged by this. Oh, this sucked. Just hating. Hating. Who you mad at? Just hating. Hating, bro. 20 different eggs. Yeah. And it's got, oh, the pe- the people are outraged. Well, the people. The faceless people. The people. I bet out of 400 of those people re- that have the time to fucking reply to this nonsense, it could be it could be three people. Yeah, you don't know, but oh no, that the people, the sources—that's yeah. enough to write an article and multiple articles and start a narrative up, up off, and start a movement. A movement, bro. A narrative, a movement. How about we leave the narratives? I understand they have a massive role in society. They have, and it's only getting bigger. But I wish we could leave that in 2018. I hate the fact that, like, shit becomes about the narrative more than it becomes about the issue the issue the living the I, now the present whatever it is it becomes more about oh how do we create this story rather than what's actually going on i don't think people are actually outraged bro no bro it's it's something it's, to write about it's, it's something to complain about it's self-serving bro it's look hey everybody look how much i care about the minorities look how much i care because of my white guilt how much i care about the the black people that's being hurt in Charlottesville. Look how much I care about the Mexican children locked up in cages. Look how much I care about transgendered actors and actresses. Me, the person that's never experienced any of that in my life. Look how much I care. You understand? I look through all these things. Not one of these people is me- a Mexican child. Not one of these people is a black person from Charlottesville. Not one of these people is a transgendered actress or actor um, struggling to get work. But they all care so much because I've got a bigger heart than you and I want the world to know it. But you're just creating more separation between your, yourself and the other by trying, to, by trying to show how open-minded you are and t- telling everybody else that they're closed-minded. You were speaking about this the other night. Uh, when we were just chopping it up, as we often do, always. And you were talking about the se- you like you've got this big idea on separation, and how we're always trying to create separation, even if it's for, even if it's people saying, you know, I think like this, and I, you know, I like seeing people that are different. Mm-hmm. I like, I accept that. Yes. But you're trying to create separation for yourself from people who don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to speak more on that. So we as human beings are inherently tribal. The first human beings were in tribes. They saw, they traveled in a group and they saw another group and instead of trying to communicate with them, they would kill them. That is what human beings are. That's what sport is. That's what politics is. That's what society is. That's what, um, you know, socioeconomic classes are. Get in where you fit in. Yeah. Um, and once you become rich, who do you associate with? Do you associate with the poor? No. When you're, bef- when you're poor, what do you think of the rich? They're all assholes. We're all... We stick together. We stick in our tribes. In high school, I had eight close friends. And anybody else that walked by, I'd give a fuck about. Fuck you. You know? Or... You go to year seven disco. Boys over there, girls are over there. You're in your tribe. This is how this is how we work. We do it. We do it without thinking. And so, 
now the way that things are going with sexism, racism, um, you know, gender, or I mean that is sexism, but because there's more than there's more than two sexes now, gender gender equality and all this, we have we have people that are you know on the on the other side um, saying that they understand, saying I understand why everybody feels this way. It it upsets me to my core. It burns me, and uh, they they do this because they maybe they do understand, but they need to say it. They need to make a scene because they want to they want to show how open minded they are, how open hearted they are. But in doing so, in showing how open to experience to to everything you are, and broadcasting that, you're still acting tribal and you're still saying I I'm willing to accept more than you are I am more open minded than the next man look at us yeah look at me look at us look at who I surround myself with look at the way I think you know Mm. and so that's not helping anything and then like in the world we live in today when it's when it's all algorithms feeding your information, it's hard. It's actually hard to step outside to get information from another point of view because we're fed what we want to see. Mm -hmm. So even if you Google something because you want, you want the, the alternative point of view, it's hard to get that because Google's trying to feed you. It's algorithms are working against you in trying to open your mind up. So, Facebook's going to con- consistently feed me. I'm, I'm not a Trump supporter. I always get Trump hate shit on my mm. Facebook feed. You think a Trump supporter gets that shit? Fuck no. Hell no. Fuck no. And same with Instagram, same with Google. That's just the way it works. All it's doing is strengthening our beliefs. Yeah. It's confirmation bias. And the only way I can escape that is like going to a library but maybe not because I don't know what the last man was Googling. Getting off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> That's not happening. But in the then what, what do I read? What paper do I read? Because every paper is run by, well, the majority of papers in Australia are run by one man. So he's got a specific political agenda. Mm, for sure. So it's just, yeah, it's all, it, it, it all stems back to our just human nature and being tribal. In my opinion, in my opinion, <laughs> it should be your opinion. Yeah, well, I'm a. But it should that. be no. It should be the listener's opinion. No, no, everybody can have their opinion, but if it doesn't match mine, it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. Um. Something we talked about the other day that was that uh, has stuck with me. That's funny too. Uh, there's similar similar topic to that. Bro. Who's asking the fucking questions here? Who's yeah. the host? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> welcome to the potty podcast. <laughs> nah, um, I'm, a, I'm interested. We were talking the other day. It, I actually do sound like the fucking host here, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, bro. I don't get the opportunity to go ask questions. Maybe, maybe that's what this ep will be. It'll be the boar interviews the boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, we were talking about the other day about like, uh, kids and that were born after the whole internet sensation mm. and how we were born without it 
Um, and so we know what a life was like without the internet. We're probably the last generation that probably will be like that. Like the next, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't, what is, I actually don't know the, gen, the nah. definition of a generation. So I just know that children that, you know, we were in, when we were probably in high school, 2000. Now, now kids that are in high school now, yeah, they don't, uh, get home from school and go ride their bikes with their friends. Yeah, shoot hoops. Yeah. Go kick the footy, go to the park. And when we were like, so I'd say any kids like born or, you know, over the age of five post 2010, mm. you know, like early 2000s babies. Um, and I'm sure like, I know my dad and, and kids that are my age, they kind of say like, even our generation was like did it on a way lesser scale than even they did because right. we kind of had the internet, but we also know a place where the internet wasn't lit like it is yeah. today. And we we had video game consoles and shit as well. Yeah, so um, it was it was starting to filter in. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't like the be all and end all like it is today. But we were talking about um the idea of friends, and so you were talking about tribalism. And kind of the whole idea of tribalism, belonging to a tribe, mm-hmm. um, people just trying to find somewhere to belong. Um, you know, you just want to get in where you fit in kind of thing. Um, and then that that just made me think about the idea of friends that we were talking about the other day. Uh, how many friends people think that they have these days yes. because of the internet? Right. Now, I don't... See, I don't even know what my Facebook... Fr- I know when I started Facebook and MySpace and all that shit, I know I knew how many friends and followers and all this I had. And I don't know that anymore. But what I know, what I do know is that they're not all my friends. Right. But I don't know that kids growing up now know that. And that's a scary sight. Yeah, I feel like these kids think... That if they've got 3,000 friends on Facebook, they've got 3,000 people that's got their back. Oh, they got 3,000 people coming to their birthday party. They got 3,000 killers, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know they say as you get older, like your friends, your circle shrinks, whatever you want to call it. Like you get less friends, you just find out, blah, 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 all that emotional shit. But like, really, it just means like, you have less people that you want to see because we got so much shit going on in our lives. So you got way less time. Yeah. So it's not that you don't want to be friends with people as many people as you can. Life would be rosy if you could be friends with as many people as you could. Oh, it sounds like my biggest nightmare that does. <laughs> Bro, I've got about 20 friends and I see them all like once a year. It's, to- it's so fucking hard, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, There's not enough time in a week. Not. But if there was unlimited time, it would be nice. But there's oh. not. Oh, it'd be fantastic, bro. But, bro, time runs out, bro. Life moves oh. fast, bro. So, all like one of our friends, uh, won't name his name. That's what stemmed the conversation. Was uh, recently incarcerated for a couple of years, downgraded sentence. It's all good. Yeah, he'll be okay. He'll be fine. Um, one of the one of the boss man's I heard very from him I actually friends. heard from him yesterday um he's he's looking to transfer from where he is now to to Adelaide yeah and people get into trouble people fuck up players fuck up whatever mm-hmm. um but that's what got us on the topic of just like like friends that we would 
go to jail for or lie for or take a bullet for type of thing. And when we were talking about it, we were like, bro, there's like like three or four people. Yeah, I would, I'd take the rap and not snitch for, and this might even sound bad to all the... It's no, it's no disrespect. This to, might, uh, no, but this might sound bad to the, to the dudes that's listening that think that they're real, that think that they're hard and think that like snitches get stitches and I'd never snitch. Yo, I've got four, I've got four real friends. I counted them out the other night. I've got four friends that I for sure would take the rap for and do life. Do life for four friends. Mm. Anyone else? I'm talking. <laughs> oh, you want to you want to know the facts? Oh, oh, you want facts. their names? Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the facts? Set out and I'll I'll send that shit. F A X. All facts. Facts, facts only. My fucking mailing list, and I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> oh, big facts though. Like, and that's no that like we were saying too. There's there's like people that were like, oh, I would, I would maybe do it, but maybe doesn't cut it in the in the big facts game. Maybe doesn't cut it in the snitching game. You're yeah. either snitching or you're not. I you came can't to the conclusion partially that, snitch. Like, I was worried. Like some of my friends, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely take. But would he, like, but it, when it comes down to it, do I think that dude has the heart to? <laughs> yeah. to do the same thing and if I don't think that then you drop off the list but that that's all like that's the thing right like I would I would get, I gave that some thought too and I was like there's probably there's four five four with me mm-hmm. four right and like obviously like they're probably the same people that would stand in your wedding. I know these people these days having like 20 people in their wedding parties. Like, give me a fucking break. How much bread do you have? That um, and so like those four people, I'm like, I would think for sure that they would reciprocate it. But if they didn't, I wouldn't change that. Because I, I gave that some hard thoughts. So I'm fairly certain that they would. But if they didn't, I'd be like, damn. Oh, that doesn't change how I feel though. But oh. we were also talking, girls would be like, let me see your list. Yeah, but I'm saying, this is what I think. If I got my list together, right? And I've got four dudes on that list. If I got those four dudes in a room together with me and we all had a list and I wasn't on any of their lists, they would stay on my list. Mm. Especially, especially... If they had the sack to tell me I wasn't on their list. Yeah. I would just be like, I respect it. I'd do it for you. Just so you know. Just so you fucking know. Hey, hey, no, <laughs> hey, hey cool. no pressure. Cool. <laughs> hey, hey, you call me up. You call me up and you want to rob a bank. I'm not, I mean, I'm not coming because I'm going <laughs> to snitch on me. But, <laughs> but if I did come, just know I, yeah. I'd take the rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd take the rap for you, but like, yeah. Don't like, fucking call me, bro. <laughs> don't fucking call me, Because I'm like... <laughs> I don't know if I can fuck with you on criminal activities anymore. That just, but that's why I would respect it, bro. Because then it would tell me more about this person and be like, "Don't let me get any into any shit with this man, or I'm fucked, bro. I'm done for if I'm into some real criminal act." No, we don't endorse on the on the boards. Welcome to the potty podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
takeover. The takeover. The player takeover edition. We don't endorse crime. No. And oh, no. We've never been caught up in any criminal activity. Uh, well, the boss man uh, has an experience in Chicago one time. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know if I've told that story on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. I may have. Let's get into that shit. I'll just tell the story. I'll just tell it from the start. Um, feel free to butt in whenever you want because I might miss some some crucial uh, points depending on, depending on if you want the details. Um, me, me and the boar and roommate Dan. Please remember there is a distinct difference between roommate Dan and housemate Dan. Um, distinct. <laughs> um, me, roommate Dan and the boar were in Chicago um, I think we were best city in America. How old were we? We were underage. It was uh, it was after my oh, sophomore year. I was so I, I was, was twenty. So you were twenty. I was twenty one. Yeah. Dan was twenty. I think he might have just turned twenty. I don't want to incriminate anybody, but I think he had a fake ID. <laughs> Um, is the statute of limitations up on that? I don't, I don't know. Um, we need to get uh, old uh, James Cordicott back on the podcast to discuss. Um, anyway, we Talk went, us through some. Lore. We went to Wrigleyville, which is uh, where Wrigley Field is. Go um, there, which is where the Chicago Cubs play baseball. Um, and we just went to Wrigleyville, which is they've got a, a lot of bars on this street. Um, we went to get in the bar, me, me and roommate Dan got in, Corbore, not so lucky, the ID he had didn't look quite enough like him, and... I'm a very distinct, dark-featured dude, and this guy might as well have had blonde hair. Might as well, he might as well have, yeah. It looked fucking nothing like me, bro. No. Zero. And you guys didn't even try to gas me into giving me the confidence to feel like it looked like me, which which I think actually helped me at least attempt to get into a bar because I walked up with the the utmost confidence, bro. Like, yeah, what up? And he was just like, nah. Yeah. And then they threatened to call the cops or something. And, and I was so, like, do it. <laughs> so we took you back. We we left the bar straight I away. told them to do it. And they were like, that's prison time. Yeah. And I was like... And you so we, we, we got a cab, took you back to the apartment. Yeah, yep. And um, uh, we left you there. You, we were all pretty lit. So you were ready to sleep basically already. Oh, bro. I was I was wrapped around the toilet. But also yeah. when you're sober, you're pretty ready to sleep. So Always ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we left uh, you there. Me and Dan went to a Irish pub first. That we went back to visit. Uh, when we recently went to the States a year ago. Yeah. Um, Great establishment. So we went there and I've never been actually rejected harder by any girl in my life, bro. Me and Dan sat... There was this booth, two girls, and um, uh, me and... Uh, me and Corey... No. Me and housemate Dan... No. Me and roommate Dan... <laughs> <laughs> we, we slid in the other side of the booth and we were like hey what's up and they literally looked at us and were like yep anyway we tried to make conversation that shit didn't work out and I was like bro this is embarrassing let's get the fuck out of here anyway so we left <clears throat> um and 
we went to this other place and I always forget the name of it and I always want to call it Mother's Milk, but that's not what it's called because no, that's, that's in Melbourne. That's in Melbourne. And then there's a cafe in Adelaide called that as well. Um, uh, so we went to this other place and it was it was lit and we had been there earlier in the day, us three, the three of us. and Yeah, we, we had dinner there. Yeah, and you drank... Uh, your vodkas and shit only because you didn't drink beer at the time and me and Dan ordered a tower of beer tower yeah of Bud Light and we polished that shit with the swiftness and we were done for um so this phone is putting me off this is there's too much going on I'm trying to tell a story anyway so we're we're at dinner no we're not at dinner we were at dinner earlier at this place that day so me and Dan go back there because we were like, that was fun. That was dope. Let's go back and see what it's like at night. It was fucking packed, but not packed enough for there to be a line. So we got we got straight, straight in. in. We walked up. There was two seats at the bar, by the way. Yep. So me and Dan sit at the bar. I'm, at, I'm at home, slumpy dumpty at this bro, point. Bro. Nowhere. You were knocky bow bowler, bro. Bro, nowhere. Bro, you were... You were Gnocchi bolognese, bro. <laughs> um, so me and Dan, we're sitting at the bar and it turns into fucking Coyote Ugly, bro. <laughs> and these girls were standing on the bar, walking up and down with a bottle in each hand, just pouring them down everybody's throats. Me and Dan are sitting there like fucking dogs, bro, oh, with our bro. mouths open and they're just yes, pouring bro. drinks down our throats. We're like, yes! <laughs> For those listening, I'm still at home like the slim sleeper, bro. <laughs> Done for. And we had we had recently watched, um, what's that fucking movie called? Uh, the Big Lebowski. And the dude from that, he, and I'm not just saying the dude because I don't know his name. His character name is The Dude. He drinks white Russians, which is like vodka and milk. So we're sitting there ordering white Russians like idiots, bro. But the thing is that because they were walking up and down the bar, they kept giving us drinks. We weren't finishing any of our drinks, but we kept ordering drinks. So we had about between us, I'm saying 20 unfinished drinks sitting in front of us. And we just start like downing him and we're ready. We're like, fuck, like. We're fucked. Let's go. So we walk out the front door. Feeling on top of the world. We've just had this lit night. Like, we're poor college kids. These guys have been pouring drinks down our throats, like, for free. We still bought a lot of drinks. And we're feeling pretty good. So we walk out happy as Larry. And, um, you know what happens when I walk out of the bar? Um, Still got your drinks in your hands. I walk out with a drink in my hand and the cop says to me, what the fuck is in the cup? Bro, I actually thought that I might have had a cup full of bullets or something. (laughs) I don't know. He scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, juice. And um, so he's like, what the fuck is in the cup? And I was like, like, yo, 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 yo. He's like, put it down, put it down. Yo. Pussies on the pavement. The way I'm saying this sounds like he had a gun pointed at me. He didn't, but he may as well have. Anyway, me and... Hey, how's my Dan's uh, in the building? Well, Dude, what's going on? Fucking beer delivery. You're welcome. Um, so, we're fucking... He's like, put your fucking hands on the hood of the car. 
So me and Dan are standing next to each other, hands on the car, and we're standing there for a while. And we're having a little bit of a like, giggle to ourselves, like, wow, this is over a drink or whatever. Because it's obviously a dry area. But um, we've got our hands there for mad long. And I turn around to Dan, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? He's like, I don't know, bro. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just going to ask him. I take my hands off the fucking car and I turn around. I'm like, are we getting arrested? And this dude smacks the shit out of me, bro. I got bit. He grabbed me and like did that thing where they put your arm like up between your shoulder blades. He did that. With my left arm, and he grabbed the back of my head and slammed my face onto the fucking the hood of the car. So I did think we were getting arrested. And anyway, I black out, obviously. I just got caught CTE after drinking all the liquor in the bar. Um, and I wake up in bed. And, um, you know, we have a good sleep. Corey's obviously feeling like shit, but he's feeling better than the rest of us yeah and way better Dan walks into my room with this piece of paper we just heard him I I actually remember this laying on the couch and hearing Dan fucking like oh fuck in his shitty fucking New Jersey accent <laughs> and I'm like I'm like you can't be feeling worse than me. I've, I'm around the toilet bowl, bro, yeah. for three quarters of the night. Like, I was no good. And he's like, fuck, bro. I'm like, what, Dan? He's like, walks out into the living room. And he's like, told me the story. And he's like, I got a $240 fine. And I'm like, for fucking what, bro? And he's like, the story I just told you. Anyway... You that was when you heard, bro. You heard, and Dan is carrying on about this two hundred and forty dollar US dollars, US dollars. So at the exchange rate in twenty eleven, twenty twelve, when we they were just coming out of the fucking recession, that shit was like seven million dollars. Yeah, yeah, something like it, give or take. And Dan was filthy. He was screaming. He was a anyway, boss man. His I was. In hysterics. Crying. I, I cracked up. And I was like, ah, oh, bro, you fucking idiot, man. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck happened to me. I've got a fucking knot on the back of my head. <laughs> like, my my head is bumping. And anyway, we decided to start like, yeah, well, well let's go to Ellie's for breakfast. Ellie's was the name of this fucking Shout out to diner. Ellie's. Shout yeah, out to R.I.P. Ellie's. Um, that closed down. Me and Corey went back there last year for for breakfast. We went on a walk. Yeah. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> I went to put on my jeans from the night before to go to Ellie's, and I just hear this crunching sound in my pocket. I'm like, "What the, what the fuck is this? Do I have some cash?" I got really excited. What do I pull out of my pocket? A two hundred and forty dollar fucking public intoxication fine. I've never seen the boss man so down. And we walked, bro. We walked so far. We weren't staying. We weren't staying in like Midtown. Nah, nah, nah. We were staying towards really like Wrigleyville. Like yeah. We were. We were. We were out. Like so we, we were. We walked to the fucking town hall, Chicago town hall. We were a Michigan Ave length from Michigan Ave. Yeah. We were. We were out. Yeah. And we walked all the way to um town hall. Yep. 
And we, me and Dan went into Paintings Finest. There's people, there's people in plain clothes, in like jeans and t-shirts getting married. There's fucking people like sleep. There's shit going on at Town Hall. I tell you what, Chicago Town Hall, if you want to see some shit, you can see all you need to see in the world in in an hour at Chicago Town Hall. It's lit. Can I say too, the people, the boss and the boar, were not wealthy men at this age. No, no, no. The money Broke that I men. had coming in was called pocket money from my parents, $50 a week. 50, what? What'd you do, Clay? Um, got lit, mostly. We had a full scholarship, so we had mm. meals covered in shit, but like the meals are garbage, so you had to go out to eat once a week at uh, Chipotle Fridays. Chipotle Fridays got, got eaten once a week, sometimes twice. Sometimes Asia Grill. And the boss man, from memory, I think we each, because Dan, uh, shout out to Dan's auntie and uncle, they hooked up the accommodation. So we had free accommodation yeah. in Chicago. Yes. So we got we got to Shiki and we drove. We split gas. We, we fucking drove from Smithfield, Rhode Island, North Smithfield, Rhode Island to Chicago, Illinois. About 16 hours. Was it 16? I felt like. Yeah, it was yeah, 16 18 hours. Yeah. Like it was a long fucking drive through through fucking Lake Erie. We went through Cleveland, Indiana, Chicago. I think Pen- we Pennsylvania. We Pennsylvania. Went we left at like I remember we left straight after school about midday and we got there at about 6 a.m. Yeah. The next day. So yeah, about 18 hours, 16 18 hours and we were we had all accommodation all that paid for and I think from memory, we were there for about eight days, eight nights. Yeah. And I think we had about $500 each. That's... That was the first night. I don't know how to budget like that, bro, like I used to, man. Because that shit, we used to... I mean, like, we didn't have to pay rent or nothing, but... Two, like $500 US for a week. And nice. you've just gone out the first night. We haven't... Like, how much you spend... Like, we get first night fever from the Z crazy. Crazy. Like, we, that, that proves enough. Yeah. And so, like, you've blown out the budget. You probably spent more than 500 on the first night, including the fine. Pretty close, close to close. it. Luckily, we, we had bought a lot of liquor and shit already, so mm. I didn't have to really do all that again, but... Fuck. Shit Remember, gets- we had to get... We had to drink red... This was spring break, too, by the way. So, like, we weren't there. We weren't there to mess around. Like, we were there to mess the fuck around. Yeah. And we were just drinking red wine for the next five days. Yeah, yeah. Not said, good. Because Dan's um, aunt and uncle said, just, yeah, help yourself to whatever. So we were just getting into the wines. I'm not even a wine drinker to this day. To this day! <laughs> did you see that shit? Nah. Deontay Wilder? Nah. Um, oh, I did see yeah, that. I did, the, I did. the reporter's like, what, what were you talking about? It's a black reporter. Yeah. And he snapped on him. He's like, you know what the fuck I was talking about? We're still, we're still struggling. To this day! To this day, remember I sent you that meme with it. I forget what it was like. Bro, there was so oh, many memes. So, many so memes. fucking good. It was yeah. so good. I said, like, I even sent them to Ray. She has no idea who Deontay Wilder is. I sent them to her. She's like, that's so funny. That's Are you still funny. listening to nineties uh, hip hop? <laughs> to this day, <laughs> to this day, that is you. <laughs> that's you to a T. Nah, but that's actually one of the all-time stories. Um, that one, the time that you and Dan. And my favorite part about it is he had to give, he had to give the, you had to give mm. the listeners, our guest today, the boss man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his podcast, <laughs> um, you had, you had to give the listeners 
the real story. But as we know that put 12 more beers in a man and that story gets buck wild. Yeah, I tell everybody that I, I beat the shit out of a cop. Yeah. <laughs> Pussies on the pavement, fellas. What the fuck do you say to me? <laughs> nah, Good times, I got I got fucking smoked by that dude. And by the way, um, your, your basic meathead from um, uh, the gym, that's what this cop looked like. He was strong as fuck. Fuck, mm-hmm. bro. Oh, shit. How deep are we into this? That's an hour. That's an hour. I reckon five more minutes. Five more minutes? I don't even know what, what we can do for five minutes here. Let's talk about 2019 for five minutes, bro. Let's just cap it off. It's New Year's Eve. All right. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not one for New Year's resolutions, okay? Oh, no. I like... If I feel like there needs to be a change to be made, I make it. So... You know, a few months ago, I started smashing the gym because mm. I needed to. Um, I've taken a week off because of my back and because of beers. Uh, and I, it shows. It shows. I've got a little bit of a belly here, everybody. It's fine. I'm still sexy. Don't worry about it. It's fine. But next year, I do want to see maybe a movie a month at least. I don't think I did a movie a month at least this year. I don't want to go ahead and say some wild shit like a movie a week. I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> Um, movie a month if I can do that I'll be very happy um, and I'm not going to get into it right now but I've got a big life decision to make in about September I'll keep you posted in about nine months <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got anything that you'd like to change up? well you know what's funny bro is like you get like as a per- like as a human you get sentimental towards this time of the year mm. naturally whether you want to be on social media telling everybody about it is mm. another thing but the start of a new year is always like drilled into us from when we're younger so like i think about it and i've like looked up some shit like you know qu- like questions to ask yourself my god hey. we got Steve, <laughs> we got Calvin fresh friend of the show he's he's in here he's in the building we were just uh, we were just uh, wrapping it up yeah. We've just been Smart gone for rap. an hour and ten. Um, <laughs> and now everyone's listening to this bullshit. Come well, uh I'll come let you say finish. I'll let you finish and I'll... Oh, we'll just say hi to the people. Say hi to the people. Say what up to the people. Any New Year's resolutions? New Year's this... resolution. Jesus. Yeah. You remember Calvin big. Fresh from the NBA critical episodes that we had uh, through last year's playoffs? Yeah. yeah, a couple times. Um New Year's resolution is to set something attainable rather. Last year my resolution was to dunk the basketball. And after a small winter in Melbourne, I put on about four kilograms, and that was about, about it. So, this <laughs> so year, you got you did it. So you did it. I pretty much did it. <laughs> I failed at it really early, so I knew I wasn't going to get it. So this year is something more attainable. But right. Something to do with some beer, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Stay, yeah. stay posted. Uh, yeah. Hashtag young bud. What? Um, <laughs> I I just said plugs. Mine mine's Plug. mad easy. I just want to. What's yours? Uh, I just want to see a movie a month um, at the cinemas. New, okay. A new movie, like a 2019 movie a month. 12 movies, 12 months. It's yeah. pretty easy, actually. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do That's that this layout. year. Yeah. I didn't do that this year. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I reckon I saw five, six movies this year. What was yours, Corey? Well, I was about to say, I don't really like... I was looking up some shit online like things like question to ask yourself like year in review, year going forward, blah, blah, blah. And I like looked at all like... I'm not like I don't if like you said Clay like if 
if I feel like changing something, I'll change it at the time, you know? Like, I'm pretty Don't cool with where things it. are at. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe hold a steady relationship for once in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but Your style is well corny. So. <laughs> no, absolutely not the plan, but nah. Um, nah, like, I'm... I'm cool with where things are at like if things happen like i don't need a new year to to set a resolution for myself i'm actually going to try the one thing that i will say like a tangible thing is i'm going to see how long i can go without sugar for we need Um, to we need to address footy though yeah as well because you played three games last year you had some yeah both preseason games and round one yeah yeah you had some some hip issues uh, yeah had had two surgeries and so there's got to be some footy goals happening like probably more not related to the new year, but related to footy. Yeah, it's like there's always it's hard to set. Like I don't. I when I was younger, I used to set like tangible goals, like things like that. Like you know, you want to play the majority of games, or you want to win this many games, or you want to win this many personal awards. But like as I get older, like I just want to keep getting better at my craft mm. every day. The personal awards start to mean less. Yeah, you I want to realize that you are not. It's a team sport. Yep. You cannot set a personal goal to win X amount of games. Nah, that, and that's not good for me. Like, I really love what I do and I love going in there every day. So I want to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to stay healthy because obviously double hip surgeries in a year is probably the opposite of healthy. Mm. Um, and all fingers crossed, all things are going right, uh, well right now. I'm enjoying this break, but the preseason has been really good. Uh, we had a really successful year last year. Uh, at the D so like uh, I want to be a part of that it was hard watching from the sidelines like people won't admit that but like of course it was hard Mm. but yeah I just want to be a part of that this year so I'm going to do all I can to be a part of that because I think we're like really building something special so yeah like as as far as footy goes like I'm going to do all I can to be a part of like what we're building uh, at AFL level um, because that's obviously what the goal is Um, but yeah like on a that that's probably what the the thing is for me, like career wise. Mm-hmm. I want to, and I'm out of contract at the end of this year, so it's obviously a goal to get another contract because uh, this is what I love doing and this is my livelihood. So, um, yeah, do that. Um, but continuing, like I only I figured out when I left basketball that like I only am successful if I'm like approaching it that I love it every day and mm-hmm. I do love what I do. So continue to do that, and I've done a good job of that. But I hope outside, the kids, I hope the kids, the underage kids that I shouldn't be listening to this, I hope they paid attention to that because mm. I didn't learn that until late in life either when it was not too late, but approaching very late. Um, and sometimes it's hard to say goodbye to something that you think you love. Mm. Um, and then it turns out that without it, you're actually happier. So when, when it comes down to it though, like, you know, there's no think involved with love. You either know or you don't, right? Yeah. So yeah. playing that chord is harder. It's probably the hardest part of that. Yeah. That's real. That's real shit. Like, it's just like with some, like sport as it is with a relationship. Like, if you're having doubts, then that's probably the first sign that mm-hmm. it's not there. Mm. I think that's like a profound thing. You know, like mm. I started to realize like I didn't like where I was at, but it it felt like it was a dream for me for so long. So it was hard. And I don't yeah. think it won't be hard, but man, I haven't looked back since I switched. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I was really excited to build on the momentum of my first year last year. 
as life would have it, I couldn't build on that momentum in a tangible way. I still grew. Mm-hmm. I still tried to find ways to get better. Um, and I'm going to try to do that again this year, hopefully by staying on the field though. So yeah, as far as like uh, outside of football though, nah, I if something if there's something I don't like going on in my life, I change it as I see fit. But as now I'm enjoying every day and I'm going to try to eat as much little as little sugar as possible. Well, you so. know what they say, bro. What do they say, bro? It is what it is and it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. So uh, thanks for being on the show, you guys. You uh, smashed it today, Steve. Appreciate it, man. Um, <laughs> young killer. <laughs> and um, yeah, we talk big shit as we always do, cool ball. Hashtag young blood. Yeah, hashtag young blood. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. And um, oh, oh, before I forget, as always, a bang bang. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to